Hey, it's the Baldy Bishops. Well, good morning, Matt. Morning, Alan. You enjoying the highlighters I got you? They're so nice, the pastel and trendy. Matt color. They're well, not Matt <laughs> as in you, but they're, they're Matt. Yeah, with an E. Uh, they're they're quite nice. Yeah, yeah thank you. Thank you very much hard for that. Hard a hipster highlight. <laughs> I just saw your glary, your garish or yellow, and I thought I have to, I have to help him. <laughs> he needs help. Uh, well, we're continuing the the gospel community stuff, and you were speaking <clears throat> last night again from Romans, uh, continuing uh, this one another, and uh, it really helped me. I think it really helped just those who were there were really encouraged by the mm. time and lots mm. of reflection, lots of opening up and discussion about it last night, um, which was very just very last time together so thanks for your ministry last night man and i really had a good good time i say i had a good time i think i was telling you texting you last night and saying it was a difficult one mm. to 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 teach because i know that these are things that god wants and i know his word is descriptive in saying this is what i should be doing mm. but because of the human flesh element it's it's not easy to do yeah. And I look, and, and I even look at my life. Maybe I take account now and things in the past. And I think I could be doing better. I could have been doing better, mm. but I want to be doing more of this. Yeah, yeah. We can, we can. Any failure of the past, as we read this, and as we really clamp down in this gospel community stuff, and realize, man, I, I've blown it in the past. That's all under the blood. Mm. You know, it's all forgiven, and we can. And press on in Christ to, yeah. to to strive to live this way and and um, yeah yeah and, and and that's why gospel community is important yeah the word gospel there yeah so doing all these things outside of the um, you know the, the the spectrum of the gospel is not only impossible but it will, will not do it yeah you'll be pulling Martha's yeah. so um so last night we really really started looking at uh um kind of the first verse again if you remember we. We dealt last week, um, I, I beseech you, I plead with you, therefore, in light of what we learned from from verses, uh, from chapters 1 to 8, which we'll, we'll, we'll kind of jump back over here in a minute. But this 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 phrase, he says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. Mm-hmm. And just that idea of everything that follows, and well, I should say everything that has, uh, that has come before, all of the gospel identity stuff that we talked about. Yep. Those are the mercies of God. It's summed up in this in these beautiful words by the mercies of God. Mm. Everything we've looked at in Romans one to, to eleven, essentially, um, with nine to eleven being that segue. Um, it, yeah, the mercies of God. So. Mm. Very good. So just to kind of recap, without giving chapter verse references, but what we saw in verses one to uh, chapters one to eight about our gospel identity is that the gospel is the power of God for salvation. God judges me by the gospel, not by the law. Because of God's grace, I'm seen by Him just as if I was never a sinner. Um, through faith, I'm righteous. I have peace with God and continual access to Him. Grace always wins in my life. All that the Father sees when He looks at me is Christ. I'm freed from the law and am indwelt by the Spirit. I'm a son of God and a younger brother of Jesus, and I am a conqueror through my loving Savior. Mm. It's good, man. And I was reading Richard Six <clears throat> yesterday, and he was saying uh, how God the Father is pleased to look on Jesus and delight in him. And now that Jesus is in us, he's pleased to look on us and delight in us. And mm. it was like, oh, man, this mm. is good 400-year-old stuff. So uh, good, yeah. So, and, of course, there's the Gettys hymn, isn't there, as well? 
uh, before the throne of God above to mm. look on him and pardon me. Yeah. 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 Praise God for that. So, you know, chapter 1 to 11 and chapter 12 to 16, they connect together through Romans 12, 1 to 2, mm. right? So <laughs> this is the connecting verses. It's the it's the link that, that brings these two things together. The, the theology and the practice are brought together by verse 1 to 2. I've so often heard verse 1 to 2 preached or, you know, admittedly in my early days have preached verse 1 to 2 completely foreign from Romans 1 to 11, mm-hmm, completely mm-hmm. foreign yeah. and completely foreign from verse 3 to chapter 16. Mm-hmm. Like, like I just made up what that looked like, <laughs> what verse 1 to 2 looked like in my head. And yeah. like, no, they're they're in Romans for a reason. Mm-hmm. This is, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's the, we're only able to live this way by the mercies of God. So No, that's really good. Yeah. So, so the idea that the gospel identity i.e. Romans 1 to 11, only ever leads to gospel community. So I won't get to chapters 12 to 16 if I've not experienced, if if chapters 1 to 11 are not a reality in my life. Yeah, you, you can read 12 to 16, but you can't live it. There's no way. There we go. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so there are really three main uh, issues that we want to address in terms of gospel community. And, and really what we're highlighting here is gospel care. So we're, we're talking about love and care for one another, mm. sympathy, compassion, these types of things connected in here as well. Um, but the first lesson that we want to see is that the Holy Spirit wants you to minister to your spiritual siblings. We could say God wants you to minister to your spiritual siblings, um, but it's the word giftings in verse number six. Do you mind reading verses five and six there? Yeah, five, six. So we being many are one body in Christ and individually members of one another, having then gifts differing according to the grace that is given to us. Let us use them. Mm. So, so what we're seeing here is when you see the word giftings or gifts in in the New Testament, um, we we can definitely make a connection back to one Corinthians twelve, can't we? And just how how it just talks about how all of us have the same Holy Spirit who's working in us different giftings mm. uh, to to really pour out those giftings on the church. So, so this whole idea of gospel community is connected to the Holy Spirit enabling us to do it. Mm. So, so I need the Holy Spirit's work in my life. And we talked about two ways that I need the Holy Spirit's work in my life. I need the Holy Spirit's work in my life privately. Mm-hmm. Like I, I need to be at home in the scriptures, uh, having the Holy Spirit guide me as I read the scriptures, um, as, as I pray, yeah, as, I, as I'm interacting yeah. with, with my family and my yeah. house, you know. Um, but but I need it corporately as well, mm-hmm. you know, not just to fight, fight sin and, and temptation in my private life, but, but publicly as well. Yeah. And um, I think the powerful gospel principle here is just as every sinful human being is equally helpless and in need of hearing the gospel, every believer is equally needy and in need of the Holy Spirit's ministry in their life. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I just jotted down from what you were saying yesterday, the Spirit works in me and then calls me to work that out in my one another life. Mm. So in how I treat my brothers and sisters, the Holy Spirit works that in me and calls me to work it out. So I don't treat you the way the Spirit calls me to treat you in my own strength. He's mm. he's working this grace in me, these giftings in me, and then calls me to, to serve with his work in me. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's fantastic. And, and if, and the Holy Spirit is doing that in each and every one of our lives, Yeah. but you take the Holy Spirit out of the equation and what's the result? It's just disastrous, man. Yeah. It's uh, yeah, it's the opposite of what we're going to see in Romans mm-hmm. twelve, and it brings us full circle back to the gospel, doesn't it? Because n- no lost sinner can say I'm holier than you mm-hmm. to another lost sinner. Um, the Bible says there's none good, no, not one. 
Um, so everyone is level pegging in terms of our need for the gospel. Mm. Every single one of us. And every believer is equally in need of the Holy Spirit's ministry in their lives. Yeah. Yeah, the daily ministry. And um, yeah, man. And so this this verse five stuff you're saying, you know, mm-hmm. we're members of one another. Um, we're, it's not it's not make yourself members of one another. It's you are members of mm-hmm. one another. This is a reality, Paul says, like if you're in Christ, you are actually one another. So, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't say in Ephesians, for example, make peace with or make unity with one another. It mm-hmm. says keep the unity you've been given. And this yeah. is the same idea. Mm-hmm. Like it's not, hey, treat treat each other like members. It's like you are members. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of yeah. One yeah. Yeah. So well, that's great. Yeah. So so being many, we are one body in Christ, yeah. individually members of one another. Mm-hmm. So here's here's the it, what we're looking at is we're starting to look at the practicality of one anothering one another. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And, and it starts with the Holy Spirit's work in our lives and yielding to what the Holy Spirit is trying to do through yeah. us. Can yeah. I, before you move on to the next one, this this really hit me last night again, and I, I think we've been saying it a bit, but, you know, verse 1 to 2 of Romans 12, um, present your body a living sacrifice to God. Be con- mm. Don't be conformed to the world, be transformed. And you're like, what does that look like? And you're like, well, that looks like, you know, not watching stuff on Netflix, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Whatever mm-hmm. our little thing is. But actually, um, <clears throat> The presenting of our bodies sacrifices to God and the renewing of our minds looks largely in part like the one another life in mm-hmm. the rest of this chapter. Because it's not yeah, yeah. it's not disconnected. Like verse one and two doesn't disconnect itself from verse three onwards. So how, how do I live a life that's sac- like a, that's a living sacrifice? How do I live a life that's renewed day by day? Uh, well, if you keep reading, it says one another, one mm-hmm. another, one another. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> it's like that's how. I, yeah. Um, and again, it's not that private private life it's that mm. personal life in christ that leads to the public life in christ with the holy spirit as you're saying here that's good yeah so the, the renewing of your mind be not do not be conformed don't let your mindset be conformed to how the world operates but what does that look like though how it's, they how they treat it's one the another. exact opposite right. of the one another's bit so the, it's this idea of like you know don't let your mind be like the world's mind isn't um disconnected from how the world treats one another right mm. so how the world treats one another is not how you're going to treat each other anymore. Yeah, yeah. That's what's going on mm. here in Romans 12. Mm. That's really good. Yeah. So verses 9 to 21 provide a powerful list of characteristics for a believer filled with the Holy Spirit. So so in essence, Paul in this chapter, and we're gonna, I can't wait until we get into just expositorily going through Romans. <laughs> um, but, but Paul is essentially talking about the ins and the outs of living the Spirit-filled life among others trying to live the Spirit-filled life. Mm. That's what one anothering one another is. Yeah, and that moves us on to the to the next point. Of course, God wants us to minister to our spiritual siblings as He's trying to work in us mm-hmm. or, or through us. Um, but God wants you to love for the right reason. So we're getting into what the Holy Spirit's trying to do in us now. Um, so you have a few verses there, don't you? Is it, is it verses nine and ten? Yeah. Let love be without hypocrisy. Abhor what is evil. Cling to what is good. Be kindly affectioned to one another with brotherly love and mm. honor giving preference to one another. Mm. I, I'm, I'm a big fan of um, the way that the ESV renders this. It says, let love be genuine. Mm. Um, and, and the opposite of that is obviously hypocrisy, isn't it? Yeah. Um, and we, we talked about that word hypocrisy, and Jesus used it often in term, in relation to the Pharisees and, and how they would wear a mask. You know, mm. that's what the word hypocrisy is means one that wears a mask yeah and um this idea of um saying i love you but not showing it yeah and we can do that in church a lot yeah it's easy yeah yeah um so so 
what I thought would be good is um, what are some ways that we might love with ulterior motives? Because when we love with ulterior motives, we're wearing a mask. Yeah, We're pretending like we love, but we're not really loving in what we do. What are some ways that we might love with ulterior motives? Yeah, a few people were sharing last night, um, loving or sort of loving in, a, in quotation marks to then get something from the other person. Mm-hmm. So whether that's promotion or you know, to look good in the eyes of other people or mm-hmm. you know for them to do you favors down the line so then you're not loving mm-hmm. unconditionally you're just loving you're you're not actually loving then because it's you're loving because of what you can eventually get from that from that act yeah and and, and that and that connects into what you were saying with with verses one and two a minute ago <laughs> we're just going right back to that yeah. because the 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 opposite of the spirit-filled life and gospel community is doing the positive of what you said, not the negative. Right. Um, it's it's looking for ulterior motives, trying to get ahead, yeah. ticking a box, yeah. um, pay it forward. You yeah, know, which is it, yeah, the pay it forward. It sounds so beautiful at first, but it's actually it's like a, it's a belief of karma. Like if I do this mm. good thing, good things will come to yeah. me. Yeah. So it's actually not. It's not. <laughs> it's no, not it's, altruistic. It's legalism. Yeah. It is. <laughs> yeah. But, but so 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 we look at that and we say okay well we're not supposed to love like that but we're supposed to live love like Jesus loved right because mm. he's uh, let this mind be in you which was also in Christ Jesus mm. um but but Romans 5 uh, verses 5 to 8 really highlight how Jesus loved it you know um it talks about how that when we were without strength Christ died for the ungodly when we were unrighteous Christ died for us and how incredible that is because most people wouldn't even die for a good man, but Christ died for bad men like yeah, us. And yeah. so he demonstrates his love toward us while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And that's the type of love mm-hmm. that God's calling us to. Mm-hmm. Um, so so loving, loving without hypocrisy, loving genuinely, is striving to love selflessly like Jesus loved. And it's, it's, it's really what it's doing is it's bringing, again, everything full circle to the gospel. So, so let... In other words, let, let the truths of the gospel and all that Christ has done move us into action. Mm. I think that's the call that's here. Good, man. Yeah. So I'm, um, I'm like stirred by Romans one to twelve mm. or one to eleven. Stirred by that and dwelt by the same Spirit who, who you know, was sent by Christ mm. to call me to do the same. So I'm stirred. And then I move. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's that prep, prepositional phrase, isn't it? Where it's uh, we we serve God because of, not in order to. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. and because of Romans one to eleven, do what Romans twelve to sixteen yeah, says. That's good. In uh, verse ten, um, again in in the in the uh, New King James, it says in honor, giving preference to one another. But in the ESV, it says outdo one another in showing honor. Yeah, and, and I love that rendering. Yeah, NET says show eagerness in honoring one another. It's mm. cool. It's good. So so, um, and we said, what does that look like? Because when we think of outdoing one another. Um, we think of a competition, mm. and a competition is usually I'm better than you. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, but obviously that's not what it's talking about because mm. that would be devoid of love, wouldn't it? That would be the opposite. That would be conformed to the world, then, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. So, um, I, I did say last night it's 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 almost like um, young couples in love, you know, saying love you more, love you more, and trying to sh- find some way to show your love more and more to that person. Yeah, and you're not actually competing with them because you're trying to you know one up them. Yeah. You just you just want to show them how enjoying much you love them, enjoying yeah. love. Yeah. So so I think the big idea is prove to each other over and over again that you have a burning love for one another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. There's a deep devotion, this familial love. It's not just name, but it's a real 
someone said it's a real tie of tenderness. Mm, yeah, tie of little, tenderness. Yeah, that's cool. Isn't it? I love that. Yeah. 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 So that's again, and we have to keep coming back to this. Um, we, we actually can't do this on our own. Mm-hmm. We can't do it. We, we need for one, the gospel to motivate us and the Holy spirit to empower us. Yeah. It's the only way it's going to happen. And just, just pro- like, what does this look like on a, Oh man, what's this look like on Sunday morning on uh, on during the week to prefer one another to outdo one another? Like, how can we, you know, like we are calling the church and we're calling, you know, we're we're, we're pleading, hey, meet we meet one another more than just Sunday. Mm-hmm. Don't mm-hmm. do the sea Sunday Christianity, but we also want Sunday to to be, be special to be this, you mm-hmm. know. Mm-hmm. So how, you know, does it look like, you know, the best chair in the room, <laughs> the best car parking space? You yeah. know what? Um, Someone else can take that car parking space. Mm-hmm. I'll park further away and walk down. Just little, yeah, yeah. you know, simple little, little things like that. Yeah. Practical ways that we can live this mm-hmm. out. Not the mm-hmm. like I'm amazing, but just no. Like, you're right. I yeah. want to just simply, quietly get on with loving my brother. Yeah, and and maybe practically speaking as well. We were just talking about how uh, over the past kind of three or four weeks we've been running out of room in the uh, in the sanctuary, so we've been putting chairs in the back. But there have been little pockets of space with seats in the sanctuary mm. uh, on certain rows. And it might it might look like just moving in to allow room for yeah. someone else to have a seat, even though that's your seat, you yeah. know. Uh, Some small things ways. like that. Yeah, Sick. yeah. It, I mean, these are just very small. There's a billion practical examples. So yeah, yeah. yeah. right. Um, well, let's let's jump to the third thing because I think actually the third thing is 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 really closely connected to the second thing. But but God wants you to share in the joys and pains of your spiritual siblings. Mm. Um, verses 15 to 16. Do you have that? Rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. Be of the same mind toward one another. Do not set your mind on high things, but associate with the humble. Do not be wise in your own opinion. Hmm. So this idea of rejoicing with those who rejoice, that's not always easy, is it? Yeah, there's a lot of good confession last night about this. Mm-hmm. Um because sometimes that call to rejoice is to rejoice and be glad for others when our situation isn't what we would want it mm-hmm, to be. Mm-hmm. You know, if someone else got their promotion, let's say two yeah. first, a brother and sister, our two brothers from the same church and they're going for the same job interview and one of them gets the job and the other doesn't, mm-hmm. you're called to rejoice. Yeah, that's <laughs> like, right. Yeah. Oh, well done, brother. Yeah. Uh, in the meantime, you, you wanted that, you know, mm-hmm. and envy, again, not conform to this world, envy, covetousness. Uh, I want what they have. I want that. How come they get it, not me? Mm. Um, and and the renewing of our mind it looks more like praise God they give like, and you you celebrate as if because mm-hmm. you're members of one another, you're the same body, mm-hmm. so you rejoice as if you got it. Yeah, <laughs> for, yeah. for your brother or your sister. Absolutely, yeah. Um, full disclosure: my my dad had a, a cancer scare recently with his. Uh, he has skin cancer that pops up every now and then, and uh, you never know when that's going to turn much worse. You know. Mm. And um, and whenever he, t- he texted me to tell me that uh, he got the all clear, um, I literally pumped my fist, <laughs> both of my fists downward like I was celebrating a goal. You know, we were just saying, you know, pe- people in our church. So, so, for example, Bri a few years back went through um, about with cancer, you know, and he mm-hmm. got the all clear on it. Mm-hmm. And I was very excited for Bri, and and Bri's a very close friend of mine, a very dear friend of mine. But did I celebrate for Bri the same way I celebrated for my own father? Mm. You know what I mean, and and that's that's of course that's a, a difficult parallel, but it's the idea that this is this is my spiritual family member now. Yeah, he, he's your he's your spiritual brother in Christ. You're members of one another. Mm. So, yeah. yeah. 
Um, one, one commentator said about verse number 15, about rejoicing with those who rejoice, he said, to be glad in blessing, honor, and welfare of others, mm. no matter what one's own situation. It, no matter your own situation, yeah. It's not your, everything's going well for you, and then your friend gets something well for them. You're like, oh, that's great. It's when I'm not, when I feel like I'm not being blessed mm. and someone else is, I can still rejoice in that mm. moment. Yeah. So, yeah. So, how, how would I feel if I had got the promotion? Yeah. And how would I feel if I had got the all clear on cancer? Right. Celebrate as if yeah. with your brother or your sister in Christ. Very Man, good. What a calling. Mm. So, so, so verse 16, uh, it, it, it goes on to, to talk about um, uh, be of the same mind toward one another or live in harmony with one another. Yeah. Um, so the, the context of Romans, right? Just to, to touch on that for a minute, because I think it sheds a lot of light on what the real issue was here. Um, when the people in Rome began to come to Christ, uh, the Church of Rome was comprised of both Jews and Gentiles who'd been saved. Mainly Jews and Greeks was the bulk of it, and, and this was this was always God's intent for the church. Many people from many different backgrounds serving Christ and each other, uh, despite the differences, and there will be a plethora of them. Right, mm-hmm. and in the middle of the first century, uh, when the Greeks and the Jews in Rome began fighting against each other, and riots broke out. Um, Emperor Claudius expelled the Jews from Rome, uh, which was very anti-Semitic, of course. Mm-hmm. But the Jews went off and reverted back to being super Jewish, uh, and the Greeks stayed in Rome and became better at being well Greek, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but both became desensitized to the needs of the others. Yeah. So, so then, five years later, Claudius restores all of the rights and freedoms of the Jews, and they return to Rome, and the Jewish Christians return to the church in Rome. Yeah. So suddenly, you have these extra staunch Jews and these extra staunch Greeks learning to just coexist with each other all over again. Yeah, five years is a long time for, for, you know, we've been away from from Sunderland for for quite a few years now. And we we go back and it's like uh, people of people's stories have continued. People, you know, the Mm in-jokes have changed, you know, those those things have changed. You're like, I'm I'm out the loop. And um that's that's these guys five years later and it's mm. not just mm. in the loop or out the loop it's t- cultural differences it's you know vastly different people coming mm. together as one so mm. yeah this is huge and that would have been a very real struggle for them to live out this principle of living in harmony with one another mm-hmm. when there's so many differences yeah it, it, what could be you know the 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 iron sharper and iron instead is becoming a bit tense mm. and ugly yeah mm. How might that be a struggle for us in the twenty first century? In the twenty first century, yeah. I mean, I have different ideas than you. Even um, you have different ideas than me, and, and we and we have to even as pastors, we have to just <coughs> submit to one another, prefer one another, in love, mm-hmm. ask mm-hmm. each other, pray for each other through these things, and the very simple, small stuff at the moment. Um, but yeah, for the church at large as well, there's there's going to be dress differences, or, uh, music style differences. Mm. Uh, there's so many things, the way we do things differently. It's different standards that we have on, mm. on things like alcohol or things like what we watch on TV. Um, you know, there's so many different views and it's like, Hey, you know, uh, we're going to have to be united. Yeah. <laughs> Doctrinal, yeah, yeah. secondary, tertiary mm-hmm. differences. Mm-hmm. Um, how are we going to unite around Christ in these things? Mm. So, so it's a real struggle for us as well. Um, but obviously the church in Rome, um, this, this, this was heightened because of everything that happened, but, but gratefully God through Paul's pen, tells them exactly how to do this practically. And, and he starts with uh, the same thing that was mentioned in, in verse 2 of chapter 12, which was the transforming of your mind. Be renewed by the transforming of your yeah. mind. 
He says, do not set your mind on high things or do not be haughty. Mm. In other words, remember what you are and who you are in Christ. Mm. Um, who, who am I in Christ? Well, I'm, I'm helpless. I'm a helpless, undeserving sinner without Christ. Yeah. Um, I deserve no mercy, no love, no grace from God. But God, in his mercy, love, and grace, has reached down and saved me in mm-hmm. spite of my unworthiness. Mm-hmm. Now, I can't be haughty if I bear that in mind. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the second way he tells these struggling Romans how to live in harmony is, um, he says, associate with the, with the lowly. Mm-hmm. Now, this is talking about Christian compassion. And when we're talking about care, I think compassion is one of the most descriptive forms of care. Mm-hmm. Because compassion, I'm not, I'm not sure where I got this from. I heard it defined this way a long time ago. But compassion is your hurt in my heart. Mm-hmm. So allow yourself to feel the pain of your brother and sister when they're hurting. Yeah. So, so how, how, can I allow, how can I allow their compassion to move me to gospel community? Yeah. I, I just, I, I, look at, I, I wrote down beside this when you were saying this yesterday, how Jesus was moved with compassion. Mm-hmm. He looks at the widow of Nain and it says his, his bowels removed, like his mm. stomach twisted in pain as he mm. considered the pain that she was in. Um, what, what a savior, you know, he, and he now lives in me, mm. <laughs> enabling me to stop being so heartless and cold and to really feel mm. a- alongside people, what they're feeling. Yeah. Yeah. And it's because c- the, the other side of this, he, he said, um, obviously rejoice with those that rejoice. But then he goes on and says, weep with those that weep. Yeah. Um, and since we're using Jesus as an illustration, Victoria brought this up last night, I think in our prayer, if I'm not mistaken, but um, Jesus um, at the tomb of Lazarus, mm-hmm. he, he, he weeps, yeah. right? He weeps for Lazarus. And, and what is it that everybody watching says whenever they see him weep? How he loved him. Man, look how yeah. he loved him. Yeah. So mm. allow yourself to feel the pain of your brothers and sisters when they're hurting um, and the ways that we can do that. I mean, for, for starters, and I'm I saying this to, to, to someone last night, but um, more and more I'm finding that people just want you to be there for them. Yeah, yeah. Just be there and, and sit with them. Um, weep with them if you can, mm-hmm. but just, just be there for them. You may not have the words or know the words to say, but just extend yourself to them yeah. and, and, and make yourself accessible yeah. to them. Yeah, and I, I, th- I feel like as I've been – as I allow the gospel to fill me and the Holy Spirit to fill me, you know, as I root myself, like I, I, in those days where I'm doing that, I am more compassionate. And I do feel mm-hmm. like, you know, when pe- when people fool me over something difficult or I go and listen to someone's story, like I'm, I'm like, I, I'm fighting tears at their story because, because mm-hmm. Jesus lives in me, you know, mm-hmm. he, mm-hmm. he, he's weeping, he would weep <clears> for them and he lives inside of me. So he's, I'm part of him now. So I'm weeping and it's like, Christ weeping, weeping mm, you know, mm, and because mm. um, I'm part of his body. So, yeah, like if I'm not being moved by the gospel today, I'll not do this. But mm. if I'm being moved by it, I'll have that heart of compassion that he had. Mm. Yeah. So, so, so talk with talk with them if they need advice. Mm. Sit with them if they need someone to sit with them. Pray with them if they need someone to pray with them. But if you can, weep with them. Yeah. Feel their pain in, in your heart. And, um, you know, it, it was brought up a couple of times last night that this – this gospel community thing is a two-way street, mm. so it's 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 very active from one side. So so when we talk about praying with them, weeping with them, sitting with them, being with them, but the individual 
who's going through the pain, who's going through the difficult time, who needs the community, they have to be open to receive it as well. Yep. Yep. Because um, as I think it was uh, Heather that said this last night, but um, whenever we refuse that from happening, we're actually stopping the work of the Spirit yeah. in that individual's life. And I thought that was a really powerful a powerful thought, that it is a two-way street. And it's not always easy, especially when there's trauma involved and things like that. But but I think it's like we were talking about, and we've mentioned this so many different times, but deposits. Mm-hmm. Depositing in the people's lives. And you know, when you make a deposit in the bank, it's a little bit at a time, but eventually it adds up. Yeah. In in terms of our love and our care and gospel community, it's not all going to come at once. Yeah. And there's not going to be this level of trust where we're willing to let people in mm-hmm. and where we're going to extend ourselves to people. That's going to take time. Yeah. And that only comes as we deposit in one of those lives over and over again. I think I think verse 15 only can only work if it's people who love each other already. Mm-hmm. You know, I can't if I don't know somebody and I'm I'm called to go and see them, I can't just weep alongside. I mean, I you know God could move me to do that, but I'm more likely to weep along with someone who I who I love who's hurting, mm. and that's what that's what. Um, so the gospel community isn't like now they're hurting. I'm going to go see them. Yeah, <laughs> it's yeah, like it's doing, right, yeah. doing life together, mm. and then when they're hurting, we weep with them because mm. we we genuinely care uh, and we rejoice because we genuinely care. So yeah, it, it, yeah, you're right, man. It's it's um. We need we we both need to be those people who give this away, and we need to be the people who ask for this as mm-hmm. well. Ask mm-hmm. for help, ask for prayer, ask for comfort. Um, British stoicism, as we discussed last night, can be, definitely be a hindrance to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, asking for help, being vulnerable, showing that we're actually needy. Um, but everyone in that room is needy, mm-hmm. uh, and so yeah, take the masks off, love without hypocrisy, mm-hmm. and uh, and start living this way by by the mercies of God. By the mercies of God, yeah. Um, I had Amanda give an illustration last night of when she was in Cambodia. She spent a summer there. And while she was there, the missionary family that she was helping, um, their two-year-old girl uh, just died unexpectedly, mm. inexplicably, actually. She just, she just died. And um, the whole community there in Cambodia, they just they basically moved <laughs> into their house mm. just to be with them. Mm. And no, I, I know, you know, that's, I wouldn't want no, that per not. se. Yeah. But, but I was just saying last night, I, I may not want you to be there 24-7 at my house if something like that happens, mm-hmm. but I want to know that you'd be willing to. Yeah, that's good. That's good that you said that, yeah. And so it's, I think gospel community is not going to come naturally. We need to deposit into one another's lives like we were saying. Yeah. But the idea is we have to, we have to create a culture where we feel comfortable enough with one another mm-hmm. to do that, mm-hmm. to receive it, to give it. And that's where the whole gospel aspect of it comes in. We actually, we will, if we're being mindful of the gospel and how needy I am and how needy they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I will, if I'm being mindful of the fact that only Jesus and the Holy Spirit can give me what I need yeah. and that God might be using that person to do it. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. This is, and this will never be the reality in a CU Sunday Christianity mindset of, like, mm. see you next Sunday, see you next Sunday. Mm. You can never, ever live out the gospel community. You'll never, your heart will never be moved. Uh and stirred up by the spirit to do these things because you just see someone for an hour on a Sunday, someone else just sitting mm. on another seat over there. Yeah. How can you be moved? Uh, this is, this is doing life together. This is, uh, mm. the exhort one another daily life. Mm. Um, so yeah, but, but again, we're not trying to guilt or shame people no, no, into no. doing this because it's just such a disaster and, and they'll be pulling Martha's. We're trying to say, 
Romans 1 to 11, <laughs> the mm. mercies of God, and then how to live like the mercies of God are true and the Holy Spirit's living inside of us, Romans 12. Mm. Um, how do we live as living sacrifices? How do we live in the renewing of our mind? The rest of the chapter tells us. So. Mm. I think that's a good place to stop. Uh, the Holy Spirit, the gospel, and uh, those are the two things we really need in order for this to happen. So, yeah, praise the Lord. Thank you for listening to the Baldy Bishops podcast. If you have any questions or comments, you can contact us at baldybishops at gmail.com. And we don't have social media. So you can get hold of us on the Blurton Baptist Facebook or Instagram. Let's go get an okay. Cool.